Hi, welcome to Pound Thrills. I'm your host, Nia. And on today's episode, I want to talk about the latest film from A24 Studios entitled Body, Bodies, Bodies. Stay tuned. The plot summary for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is as follows. When a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly and this fresh and funny look at backstabbing, fake friends, and one party gone very, very wrong. jump into the cast list it's a small cast however everyone in my opinion has pretty good uh films backing them already i think the most notable people from this film is um amanda stenberg and pete davidson amanda stenberg she has a very good um filmography um she's in the hunger game she played rue the darkest minds i hate you give um dear evan hansen she's been in a lot of a lot of stuff um and I still feel like she's not getting the role she should be getting, just side note. But um, I enjoyed her in this film. And we also have Pete Davidson. And we know him from SNL and various movies that he's been in, like The Dirt, uh, The Suicide Squad, The King of Staten Island. And then we also have Maria Baklova. And I know her from, who plays B? I know her from the, late, the last uh, Borat film. And that one was that called Borat subsequent movie film. I never heard from that movie. Um, and that was funny. So it was, it was nice to see her in a slightly different role. Then we have Rachel Sanat, who plays Alice, the girl that's always like screaming and crying and has the glow sticks on her neck. Um, I know her from Shiva, uh, Shiva Baby. And she has a lot of other roles that look good, like some indie films. Um, I haven't seen this one I just saw called Tahara. I want to watch that. That looks like it's really good. But she has a lot of stuff coming up on her IMDb filmography. So I think that she'll be ha- she'll be having probably a good list of films coming out for the next two years. It seems like she's like just pumping them out really quickly. Um, Chase Sweet Wonders, who plays Emma. I haven't seen her anything before. It looks like she's been on something called On the Rocks. And she did a short movie called Wake with uh, Charles Milton. Mahala Harold, who plays Jordan. Uh, she's been in Industry, Modern Love, and Premature. Um, I've seen her in trailers for other things. This is the first thing that I've actually seen her in. And then lastly, we have Lee uh, Lee Pace, who plays Greg, the older gentleman in the film. And he's a very versatile actor. He's been the leading man, as well as, like, side role characters. He played Ronan in um, Gardens of the Galaxy. Uh, I hope I'm saying this name right. Uh, Thranduil in The Hobbit. But his, his list of films look really good. He was in Captain Marvel as well, too. So, yeah, I like the cast that they put together. I think it worked really well for the film. But let's go ahead and jump into the movie, shall we? Who wants to play bodies, bodies, bodies? So how do you play? If you draw the piece of paper that has the X on it, you are the murderer. Let's go. And if you're the murderer, you have to kill someone by touching them on the back. The most important part, if you come across a body, you have to yell, Body, body, body! 
Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was directed by Helena Rain. Um, it looks like she's had some other movies. She's had Valkyrie. That's one that I most know. Um, she also has Black Box, Red Light. I haven't heard of those. Um, so yeah, this is my first time really seeing a movie of hers. Valkyrie came out when I was like in high school. I wasn't necessarily interested in the movie at that time. But I wouldn't mind going back and watching to see um, how her films are. So yeah, let's dive into Bodies, Bodies, Bodies and what I thought about it. So going into this film, I had a preconceived idea of what the movie was about based on the trailer, which is what most people think when they go into a movie. If I saw a trailer and it looks like it's a horror movie or a slasher flick, flick, that's what it is. If I saw the trailer and it looked like a drama, that's what's going to be instead of going in and either having like a genre change or it's something like it's similar to what you're thinking, but not really. Um, and that's how Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was. Uh, so just forewarning right now, I might dip and dive into spoilers in and out. So if you have not seen this film, you don't want Bodies, Bodies, Bodies ruined. Um, you know, stop the podcast, go watch, come back and finish it, see what you what you think and if it compares to what I'm thinking. But yeah, so from now on, just to let you know there will be spoilers in it. Um, so we have a complete like switcheroo. It's it, we got a okie doke. Uh just like if you've seen other films this summer, uh, where you come in thinking one thing and you leave the theater and it's like that's not a that's what I thought was going to happen. I at first I was like, I don't know if I like the movie because of the switch that happened as well as when I was watching it I'm waiting I'm thinking this movie's a whodunit so I'm like waiting for the shoe to drop I'm waiting like I'm looking for clues I'm you know breaking down these characters like could it could it have been you this is your motive could it have been you because you weren't here at this time blah 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 and it's like none of that matters because it's kind of like not about that whatsoever um so Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is this group of affluent 20-somethings, and they're at uh, Pete Davidson's character's house, who plays David. Um, they're at his family mansion's home, and they're having a hurricane party. So first off, who the hell has a hurricane party? Vapid rich people have hurricane parties. And so in the beginning, we see that... Um, Sophie and B, played by Amanda Stenberg and Maria Baklova, uh, they're dating. It's new. It's fresh. Uh, they've been dating for about six weeks. We see that Sophie even says, I love you to B. B doesn't really say anything. It returns, kind of stares at her like, cool, you know? And when we realize how long they've been together, it's like, yeah, that's kind of quick to be telling someone that you love them. And, you know, taking consideration their age, their situation, it's understandable. Um... So yeah, so Sophie is going to introduce B to her group of friends, and she's so excited and happy-lucky about it. And right off the bat, whenever we see Sophie and B introduced into the group that's already established at the party, there's some kind of tension. It's weird. It's off. Some things are said. There's a lot of looks. Um, and so we know something's happened. We don't know what it is, but something's happened. It seems like Sophie wasn't true like she was invited but not really because she didn't say anything in response of that she was or wasn't going to go 
And there's something that happened between the group involving Sophie. We just don't really know what it is yet. So I, my assumption is, oh, she said or did something that was really embarrassing. And that's why people have animosity towards her. But not enough to hate her. Enough to be like, hey, like, go get your shit together and come back when you're done. Because if it was something worse, they wouldn't have let her stay, right? stay at the party, right? Um, and later on, we learned that you pick it up. But later on, we learned that um, she has uh, she was in rehab. She had a drug addiction. Um, it seems like it was kind of like to just about anything, whether it was pills or coke. That was her deal. And um, her friends basically read her out to her parents and she has some resentment against it. But I mean, honestly, what were your friends supposed to do? Let you destroy your life? And, um, it seems like, not that she's, not that she's currently on an apology tour, but like, she's kind of like, she wants to put all that past her. Like, Hey, I did it. I went to there. I went to rehab, try to get my shit together. I'm on the positive now. I'm in the now. She's a very much in the now, in the moment character who doesn't really like to dwell on the past. Um, and I feel like with all these characters, they're not they're not really supposed to be likable to be honest we we know a little bit about these characters but not too too much that we don't care for them too deeply because to be honest when any of these characters die I wasn't like oh my god like I'm gonna miss this character oh no they died it was more so like yeah I've been waiting for someone to like do something because like you can kind of feel like (laughs) you you can kind of feel the tension in the in the air whilst watching the movie but um yeah so you get a group of tw- rich 20-somethings in a home. They've been drinking, doing drugs. And Sophie's character was like, oh, let's play this game called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And a few people were like, yeah, let's do it. And other people, uh, other few people were like, no, because every time we play this, someone ends up mad. Someone ends up crying. And they look at Emma like, the one always ends up crying, you know. And they end up playing it anyway. And so let's just like introduce these characters. So we have Sophie and B, who they came together, they're dating. And then we have the friends. We have Alice, Emma, David, and Jordan. We also have Greg, who was brought in with Alice. Greg's a very much older guy that Alice has been seeing. And then we also have Max, who we hear constantly about him in the movie. But we do not get to see this guy until the last shot of the film that's when we finally get to see him after everyone's after everything's happened we get to see him so again if you go into this movie thinking yeah it's gonna be like a teen slasher flick like 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 scream like i know what you did last summer that's not what this movie is it's just more so poking fun at gen z and throwing a little bit dash of talking trash about millennials and just poking fun at them and how they react in certain situations vapidness detachment from reality stuff like that that's what this movie is like really about and it's more so on the comedic sphere versus the straight up slasher flick is there is there is there bloody moments in this movie absolutely but it's not super gory and i feel like it's more like situational and it's satire for sure um but yeah so you (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to how to talk about this without completely ruining it, but I feel like there's no way. Um, but throughout the film, we can see that these friends, like the plot summary says, they um, there's a lot of backstabbing, fake friendship stuff going on, 
And I think that happens in some friend groups where, you know, everything seems fine on the surface, but once you start poking at it and people start having the the moment to express themselves freely, whether that's of their own mind and body, if that's from influence of drugs, uh, there was a point in the film where, which characters was it? It was um, Jordan and Alice. Uh, Sophia called out Jordan saying like, you know, you don't even like Alice's podcast. You know, you hate, you hate listen. And Alice is feeling so subconscious. She's like, well, you don't, you don't like my podcast. You know, it takes like, a lot of hard work and you know, you gotta, you gotta write this and write that. And Jordan's like, no, 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 no. I, I like your podcast. Her voice is getting like very high. Obviously she's lying. And it's, and it was like, every time they started talking about the podcast, Jordan would just roll her eyes naturally and she couldn't help it. So like, yeah, this is, a, this is someone who's your friend and they're saying to your face, oh, I like this thing that you do. But in reality, they hate it. And they're talking shit about you behind your back. It's like, you're not my friend. Because a true friend wouldn't say this. Or I feel like a true friend would be like, yeah, I listen to your podcast to help you out to get streams. But like, I'm not really a fan of it. It doesn't matter. I can not like this thing you're doing and still love and care about you. But that's not the case or the point. The point is, this is some fake friend bullshit. And she's egging it on like, yeah, I love your show. And it's so great. Blah, 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 blah. Some fake ass friendship. You know, that's, but it, it's passive aggressive. And we, we have a lot of that. We even have David. He's yelling at his girlfriend, Emma, when they're playing because she's crying. And she's an actress. So he's like, she's not even really crying. She's fake crying. She always does this shit. And he's just like really going in on her. And you feel bad for her for a moment until you realize like, no, this bitch is really lying. And she's actually crying just to get attention or to to divert the issue and not really get caught or get get found out um and then alice's character alice's character she just seems like she's very detached very very spacey um and i think she's like the the free spirit of the group the very go with the flow kind of person because at one point um all the girls are accusing the guy that she brought like oh it's 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 this guy that you brought like he's the one killing everybody and she was like wow you're just going to accuse my boyfriend of murder like that are you serious and she's like oh he's your boyfriend now how long you been together and she's like "Uh, i mean like and she's thinking really hard i think like like two whole weeks if you think two weeks is a long time to be with someone clearly you have relationship issues uh that don't that don't they don't last long and so i i enjoyed that about the characters there's even a point where uh two thick characters were arguing and and like the joke was like oh your parents uh they're all rich mind you right but they're all different levels of rich and so there's a part where uh she's oh well you know your parents are are professors she's like well they teach at a public school it's like who i guess i'm too poor for this joke because i was like who the fuck cares (laughs) you know what i mean however i understand in the rich or wealthy circle it's different whether you're like new money old money established made it on your own yada 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 i get that but as someone in my financial my, my financial situation, this conversation was too rich for me. I laughed just because I was like, "Oh wow, is, they, is this like is this like rich girl comments?" Because <laughs> like rich girl insults, because it's so stupid. It's so stupid, but it was stupid funny, you know. Imagine walking in on that kind of conversation. Uh, I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is what y'all really argue about." Um, but yeah, so the first person that, how, how the, the game starts, they, they start playing bodies, 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 and how you play is 
you uh, take pieces of paper, you cut them. Um, everyone gets one. One of those, one of the pieces of paper have an X on it. If you have the X on it, that means that you're the killer. And when the lights go off, you tap someone. And um, whenever someone finds a dead body, a quote unquote dead body, you yell out bodies, 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 the lights turn back on. And y'all try to figure out who could have possibly done it. And that game alone is interesting. It kind of reminds me of that game, this game called Mafia. I play with my friends. Um, my friend Sarah, she's from uh, Connecticut, and she brought it to us, and we loved it. Except for it's not as physical. You're not standing up. You're just more so in a room with friends sitting down, and you're playing in a circle. Um, but I was like, mm, this is interesting. Because when I was watching the movie, I was trying to figure out, okay, well, how do you play? Because I actually want to play in real life the next time I have a large group of friends with me because it sounds very fun and interesting it's like it's like it's like playing clue or something you know but it's not as super detailed but yeah so um the first body that we get is uh Pete Davidson's character David's body and uh that's shocking he walks up to the window outside he's you know bleeding profusely and the girls are like, oh my god, what happened? You know, and they're trying to figure out who did it. And they um, they accuse Greg of it. And they, you know, they try to go find Greg because Greg and David had gotten an argument earlier. It was antagonized by David. David just doesn't really like Greg more so because Greg's getting attention, right? Greg knows some cool shit. But Greg's older. Greg should know some cool shit and know how to do things. He's a grown-ass man compared to... David, who's a boy, let's be realistic, um, may not know certain things. So, like, David definitely has an ego thing about it and doesn't really like that this guy's getting attention or that he's even here. It seems to be a problem for him. But we don't see Greg do anything that justifies David being so angry or irritated at him. And Greg even tries to intimidate him at one point and try to make fun of him while while he's speaking. And Greg's like, you know what? I'm just going to remove myself. Y'all have a good night and pieces out and and dis- and disappears. Um so yeah, so cut back to David's dead. The girls think that Greg did it and they come to accuse him and he's like I just been sitting here chilling and they all just kind of like circle him and it seems like seems like they're going to try to kill him, you know, and and he at first he thinks it's a game and then he realizes like oh, these like these girls are, are serious as shit. And he's just like, "All right, so now he's in defense mode and then all of a sudden, B picks up a kettlebell and she whacks him in the head a few times with it, and she kills him. And in her her words, it was like, "Oh, it was defense. He was going to try to kill, you know, um, her girlfriends and try to kill Sophie and her friends." And she just reacted. So we have the first death of David, who we don't know at the time who did it. We have the second death of Greg, who we know who did it for sure, and then that was B. Um, as far as the other deaths, and I understood more as I paid attention, but the order of the deaths, because it's only a five-body, a five-body death count. Um, so we have Emma, who, she falls down the stairs, and, um, she bashed her head open. Alice, who was shot in the neck, um, after there was a scuffle for a gun. And Jordan, who was pushed over the railing into tons of glass bottles. That's how she died. Um, but yeah, so as far as the quote-unquote murders, we know who killed everybody throughout the movie, except for in particular two that we don't truly see. One we see later, the other one we don't see at all. 
We don't know how David died. I mean, we don't know who killed David. We didn't know how Emma, who, who killed Emma. Now, my thing with Emma is there's a point where Emma was like freaked out and she went to go lay down. And when the girls came to her, um, what should I call it? Gave her, uh, gave her pills. Uh, Amanda's characters gave her, gave her pills to calm her down. I think it was like Valium or something like that. And she took one or two of them. Now, I don't know what else Emma had did that night or whatever. I think she was drinking as well, too. But I don't know two Valium and a couple of drinks would make her that off. I have no idea. Um, but Amelia's character, she had, when they found her body, she was telling B, like, you know, like, oh, I gave her those pills. She must have took too much. And she slipped and fell and bashed her head open. I don't know too much about slips and falls down the stairs, but can it be that brutal of someone slipping and falling? Maybe because she was running, because we did see her running at one point in the film when she was high off her mind. Maybe that's what happened. She was running, ran too fast, slipped and fell down the stairs, took a really, really, really bad tumble and hit her head while she fell down the stairs. It's possible, but I don't know why she was the one death that we didn't see on camera. That we figure out later who killed David or how David died, but we never figure we never got to physically see Emma's Emma's death, and it even made it look like at one point that they were insinuating that Jordan did something because uh, Amanda's character saw Jordan, but Jordan didn't see her, and it was around the same time that Emma had fell down the stairs. So I'm like, it just that part kind of seemed off to me, and I didn't understand why Jordan's character would push Emma and it wouldn't make sense for a manless character to have pushed Emma either because Emma didn't do anything except for there was a part where um this is after David had already died but they're all talking and Emma was telling um let me figure out what this girl's character's name is because I keep on saying the manless character um I don't know why I keep forgetting her name Sophie there's a part where Emma told Sophie, you know, um, they was happy when you were gone because it was like a burden was relieved, like it was released from him. And Emma was, um, um, Sophie was obviously irritated by this comment, but that's all we really, they never really elaborated after that. And I feel like that's an incentive. This girl's fresh out of rehab. She's trying to forget past traumas and issues and all that kind of stuff. However, Things keep getting thrown into her face. And there was a really good point that Sophie's character has said when they were talking about her drug issues. She said, you know what? Yeah, I had a problem and I went and I got rehab. But, you know, that's me as a black girl having getting all chastised about shit like this when you white girls and white guys are doing the exact same thing and y'all don't have to go to rehab. Y'all know that I'm I'm recovering. I'm a recovering addict. I'm in your home or I'm in this home around y'all and y'all are still doing drugs around me. There was lines of coke left out. There are pills everywhere. And y'all know these are triggers for me, yet y'all still have it around me. And yeah, I agree with her with her character. Cause I'm like, that's all real friends do. Real friends would know okay let's 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 go off the, the thing of they didn't know she was coming right because she never responded in the group chat that she was coming for sure knowing that she's there now but regardless of how you feel towards that friend wouldn't y'all talk amongst yourself or just really just be like hey let's go ahead and 
move all the drugs so that she's not around them or knows where they're at keep them on your person that would make more sense to me but again this isn't a a movie about a true group of friends it's a movie about a group of people who know each other who don't really fuck with each other because they have too much negative shit to say about each other i don't have a group of friends that i sit and talk shit about to the other friend like hey friend a friend b's on some bullshit you know she didn't take care of this or that or you know her man left her you don't do that with friends at all period but again these people aren't truly friends um but yeah let's just like cut to the shit because this episode doesn't need to be like terribly too long i'm running into like i think now i'm like at like 25 minutes almost 30 so i want to wrap it up really quickly but um so on imdb at the very bottom they have a the body count and spoiler so with um david he sliced his he slices his own throat accidentally and that's just like when i saw the video I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. That's how this guy died. That's how this whole fucking thing started. So there was a part where, uh, what do you call it? A, a saber? Sabri? There's a certain particular name for this, but it's like basically, it looks like, like a knife or a sword of sorts. And you use it to cut open bottles of champagne, right? We see it all the time in celebrations. And so uh, Greg was able to do this earlier in the film effortlessly, very easy. He's done it before. Greg was kind of like, oh, this fucking show off. You know what I mean? Like, I, I want to know how to do it. So he records himself and the song that's playing while he's recording himself is Bored in the House. And um, he's trying to slice open the bottle like Greg did, but he's not able to do it. So he's trying it one way, can't do it. This is the the weird way where the, like he's cutting the knife, the sword towards himself, trying to open the bottle and he does it too hard and he nicks himself in the neck cuts himself in the neck and that's how this motherfucker died and that just <laughs> seeing that in the last shots my mouth was just like are you are you kidding me this is how this all started it was an accidental death why would you why did this happen but it makes sense how many of us have been to a large party or a small gathering a little kickback and there's someone doing some dumbass shit and you're just like, bro, 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 why are you doing this? Or like, why are you doing this by yourself? So like, a little story about about me in my 20s. So I was a group of friends. We'd always throw parties at one of my friend's houses. And I remember that there was this guy there. He was a little bit younger than all of us. And um, I remember it was a big party that we had. And so there's this line to go to the bathroom. But this line's getting longer and longer and longer to the point where the line was almost down the stairs. And so we're like, yo, what the fuck's happening? You know what I mean? Like, why is it so long? So everybody's like, people are like banging on the door, like, come on, hurry up, come on, hurry up. Well, me and my friend Levite, we're walking, we're walking, and Levite, he's, he's on the stairs and he's just staring at um, one of the friend's rooms. And he was like, do you see what I see? Because we're all, we're all fucked up, right? We're all drunk and shit. So he's like, do you see what I see, Nia? And he points. And I look, and it's raining in our friend's room. It's raining on her bed in particular. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Like, am I tripping? I'm like, no, that's that's raining on there. You know, water trickling down. And he's like, oh, shit, the, the bathroom. This is, a old, this is a very old house in Jacksonville, Texas. And so he's like, oh, it's the bathroom. So he tells her, like, hey... You're, there's water falling in your room. It's raining. Your room. She's like, "What are you talking about?" She she sees it. She gets pissed off. 
she rips through the crowd upstairs and she was like, excuse me, move, move the fuck out of my way. Bangs on the bathroom door. She's like, I don't know who the fuck's sitting here, but you need to get the fuck out the bathroom because you're leaking water. Well, we get the door open and this is guy that we met earlier in the night. One of our friends brought him. He is butt naked in a claw bathtub with the water running and he's just like bobbing up and down. So we're all like, oh shit, is he dead? Like, we're all like, oh my god, he died. This is crazy. And we're all a bunch of freaking 20-somethings. Like, we're like early teens. I mean, older teens. And we're just like, oh shit, what do we do? And I'm like, listen, listen, I ain't about to get caught up in some shit. We're gonna, we're gonna figure this out. And so my friend Lupit's like, no, he's not dead. He's alive. And he reaches in the water. And he's like, dude, you gotta go get the fuck up. Like, you're, you're leaking water in my house you're fucking at my house and the guy wakes up he's like huh what's going on and so my uh the our our friend who the water was pouring in her room she got pissed off and she's like no i want him the fuck out of this house right fucking now so the guy had got the tub and he's he's a little fucked up too so he's like i'm sorry He he doesn't really know what he's even apologizing for but he's like i'm sorry i'm so fucking sorry he gets kicked out of the house butt naked with like all of his clothes minus a shoe and it was like two minutes later someone finds a shoe like they throw it outside i have never seen that guy since then the friend told us what happened with him and she's like oh he's fine he's going through some shit and like it kind of hit him at the wrong time and party and i was like that was during halloween that was during halloween i remember that shit because we all dressed up as a as as some kind of hero like wonder woman batgirl zorro we were all some kind of hero but yeah so i understand doing dumb ass shit in your 20s i totally understand doing dumb ass shit in your 20s and it was just, you always have that person that like takes it a step too far and it's like you're gonna be in danger put us in danger you're gonna get hurt and so this is just a film about what happens when you're too fucked up and you do dumb ass shit because you're bored in the house and this is what happens because let's be honest all the deaths that happen in this movie should not have happened. David shouldn't have been by himself. He shouldn't have been fucking with the sword. Um, uh, B shouldn't have hit Greg in the head with the weight. Like, that. they could have talked this over because no one knew anything for sure. Um, Emma should have been running around the house high on drugs. Um, Al's getting shot. She got shot by Jordan with the act while, while they were scuffling for the gun. Jordan shouldn't have got the gun in the first place. And why are we fighting physically over a gun this is stupid and i knew it was coming and i was like this is really really dumb this is really really dumb um and then jordan was pushed over the railing into a ton of glass bottles by b and i slightly was just like i feel like it was on purpose and b b is a low-key killer because that's two people that that b killed and the first one was for sure on purpose and the second one i don't know it's kind of weird it's just kind of weird but yeah, that was bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, rating wise, I don't know. I I don't know what I would give it on a scale of one to ten, or you know how many stars I would give it. I would probably maybe maybe a solid three and a half stars or three. This movie was like it was a funny film. It was chill, but I don't think it was like worthy of it. Didn't, it did not need to hit the theaters. But it's like, it was a fun summer movie. It just, it wasn't what I thought I was going to see. I wanted a straight up slasher flick, like some teen slasher flick type shit or early 20s something slasher flick. 
and it wasn't what I wanted, but it was a funny whodunit because there isn't a whodunit. It doesn't exist in this film. So it's a funny, it's the funniest whodunit who's not, that's not a whodunit. And I appreciate the sarcasm and the satire layer throughout this entire film. It was fun. So I feel like if you went and saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies with no expectations or just with fun in your mind, this is a cool film. I think I'm 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 30. So I feel like people who are younger than me would probably be like, oh, this movie was great. Gen Gen Z. Gen Z would probably really love this movie, aside from the slight digs at them. Because what generation really likes these jokes made at them? Like, I don't do that. I don't act like that. Though they do. It, it just is what it is. But yeah, if you saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies and you want to talk about it, DM me on Instagram at Pineapple Reels. We can talk about that or any other film that you want to talk about. I thoroughly enjoy it. If you have any questions, let me know. If you have any film recommendations, let me know. Um, I have not seen every film on the earth, whether it's new or old, so or heard about every film. So it's nice whenever people like message me and ask, hey, have you heard about this movie? I think you'd really enjoy it or this TV show here's a link or here's what it's about. I enjoy that. I give, I give everything a try. Even if I look at it, I'm like, I don't think I'll like this. I give everything a good like 15 to 30 minute try. If you can hold my attention for 15 to 30 minutes, I'll finish the movie or show. If you can't hold my attention, I'm out. I'm checking out. Um, I still have the What Dreams May Come episode coming on and the Scream episode is done. I just haven't put it out yet. I wanted to put this one out first since this movie came out uh, this past weekend, I saw Bullet Train like two weeks ago, and I still haven't done an episode about it. Um, I'm still debating if I'm going to. I listened to a couple podcasts about Bullet Train, and there were two in particular that were ripping it apart, and I was just irritated because Bullet Train was, to me, is the best summer movie that has come out so far. So I'll probably cover that one as well, too. But as always, thank you for tuning in to Pineapple Rails. All right, you folks, it's time for the INDB trivia. Now, there's not a lot on this about this film, uh, trivia-wise, on IMDb. There's a, there's a couple. So one of them was, the name of the movie and the game played in the movie are based on a comp- commonly played improv game called Body Body or Murder in the Dark, where players run around in the dark room while the murderer, quote-unquote, kills players by tapping them, hoping to get away with killing the entire group. The script was originally written by Christian Ropinian of Cat Person fame and bears little resemblance to the finished product. Only a few of the names are the same. It takes place during a a snowstorm rather than a hurricane and has very little in the way of social satire and is much much closer to a traditional slasher movie with the rough Alice analog being the killer. The script was heavily rewritten by Sarah Delop with Rupian getting a story credit. And so l- knowing about that fact, I wonder what it what it was before. I I think what it was before would probably be like more my style because I'm a horror fan. I came to this movie wanting a flat out horror and I didn't get what I was wanting. So it was okay. Um, and also Chloe Okuno was the original choice to direct the film. And it doesn't say why she was, why she didn't end up doing it in the first place, but that she was the original choice. 